0: Oregon Employment First, supporting people with intellectual and developmental disabilities to work in community jobs. Learn more at iWorkWeSucceed.org.
1: Hi, and welcome to the Oregon Employment First podcast. I'm Acacia McGuire Anderson, Statewide Employment First Coordinator. Joining me today is Angela Yeager, Communications Officer with Employment First. We will be discussing success stories, how to share your own and what makes for a great story. So Angela, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Acacia. Um, I've got a few questions for you today, but we'll go ahead and start with a, hopefully it's an easy one for you. Why are success stories important?
0: Okay. First of all, I just have to say, it's funny to be on the other side of you having my boss interview me. That's quite the, that's quite the switch. So, um, so success stories are important for so many reasons. Storytelling in in general, I think is, it's so important. It's how we connect with people. I mean, everyone has a story to tell. Um, And everyone loves stories, whether you listen to podcasts like this one or you watch videos on YouTube or your favorite video streaming channel or you watch TV, you know, there's stories in everyday life, whether those are fictional or real stories. That's how we we are connected as human beings. And so um, when when I started with employment first, I thought it was very important to tell the stories of the people with intellectual and developmental disabilities who are out there getting community jobs and and tell their stories because they're all unique and individual and i felt that those stories would bring um, all of our communities closer together our agencies and it would show what it takes in some cases to support a person um, you know getting their job and to and i think also to be quite honest um, as someone you know who's been a storyteller for many years i felt like these were people whose stories haven't been told by and large, and and they and they have great stories to tell about their lives and their passions and their dreams. Have you heard about Employment Outcome System? Doesn't sound exciting, I know, but it is. The Employment Outcome System, or EOS website, puts you in control. Go to OregonEOS.org and you can look at info and outcomes for agencies providing employment services to people with developmental disabilities in Oregon you can look up providers in your county and compare their numbers on employment services.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm gonna jump around a little bit, but how many success, success stories have you done for Employment First and what parts of the state have you covered?
0: So I was just counting on our website today on iWorkWeSucceed.org, which is our website. Um, We have all of our success stories on that website, and uh, there's more than um, 56 stories on the website currently. However, there are 14 more that I just came out uh, from Central Oregon and Eastern Oregon reporting on that are not on the website yet because I haven't written them all up yet. So we'll have about 14 more at that point. So we're at 70 plus at this point. And at this point, I think I've been almost to every part of the state. I haven't been to every county. I actually have a little map of Oregon, and I've been checking off which counties. I've done stories in and I'm, I'm missing maybe about um, eight counties at this point that I haven't been to, but that's still pretty good. So uh, just recently, for instance, I went to Ontario, Oregon. So that was my first time out there to do some stories. So I've been out to Ontario. In a different time zone. Uh, in a different time zone, which took me a little bit to get used to. And I, I've been out to Southern Oregon. I've been to the coast. I've been out to Brookings and Gold Beach, so the far southern Oregon coast. So my travels have taken me all over Oregon, and that's been really exciting for me to be able to see the, you know, the wide variety of stories that people all across Oregon have to tell.
1: When you're working on these stories, can you tell us a little bit about the parameters for it or how you structure, you know, what's the start? What's the end? How do you find a story?
0: Sure. Yeah, we get a lot of requests for uh, for me to come out to do success stories, which is which is exciting and great. Uh, but there is only you know one of me and there is only so many resources. And while I would love to do stories about every single success we've had. Um, you know, our newest report says we have a thousand plus people in jobs now. So that would be a lot. That would be a lot to go out and do. So we, you know, we put some parameters around uh, the stories to make for for an official employment first success story. So parameters include uh, the person working at least 10 hours a week, preferably 20. And of course, the 20 is just to go with our, you know, preferred 20 hour a week policy um, that we have that, you know, that the, the preferred amount to at least start the employment conversation is 20 hours And so we just like to highlight 20 hours whenever possible. But we realize that sometimes a great story might be someone working 10 or 12 hours a week. Uh, We also I look for stories that just show diversity. So I I don't want to do 10 stories in a row of, you know, the person doing the same type of job. So I'm looking for different types of jobs that are a little unique or a little different. And then I'm also looking for anything anyone looks for when they're reading a great story, something that makes this particular story You know, interesting. um, Some, you know, maybe it's a particularly great job fit for this person, or maybe they have a really interesting background or something that got them to that point. So, anything where you think you would want to read it, um, that's what would make it a great story. So, you know, if you if someone calls me and said, "Well, you know, John got a job, and um, you know, he's a courtesy clerk, and that's the whole story," and they don't really have any more to say about it, it's a little hard to imagine. There's John probably has a great story, but I need to hear a little bit more about. What's going to make this a compelling story for our readers and particularly to meet some of our goals. Right now, we're really focused, of course, um, on people who are leaving sheltered workshops for community employment, as well as transition age students. And then also people with more significant disabilities who are working so we can show maybe some of the supports in place, um, whether that, you know, might be some adaptive technology or, you know, whatever it might be that helped that person to be successful at work. Do you or someone in your family experience an intellectual or developmental disability and want to learn more about Oregon's employment services for people with disabilities? Tune in to the Oregon Employment First podcast on the first and third Tuesday of each month. Hear about employment success stories and learn from experts and people working in the field about what is happening in Oregon to support people with developmental disabilities to work in community jobs.
1: Great. You mentioned that there's over 1,000 people working in competitive integrated employment, which is exciting. Um, but we, of course, can't do all of those stories. So some of our provider organizations have done their own stories. Yeah. Um, what should people consider if they're doing their own stories? Are there tips um, for writing stories or taking photos that you would share?
0: Yeah, I I really encourage um, people to tell their own stories, um, whether that's a provider agency that wants to highlight a success story, service coordinator, personal agent, maybe a vocational rehabilitation counselor, um, because it is true. We can't come out to every single story, but there's no reason that you can't tell your own story. And so um, I actually have a full PowerPoint I've done on this. So if people want to contact me, they can get this. But uh, just briefly, you know, some things to look for some of the things I talked about, you know, find out what would what does the person like about their job? what do they like about working? Um, You know, it doesn't have to be a long story. Some of mine are a little on the longer side. You could just do a short little write-up of the person, something about what they love about their job, maybe interview their employer, their supervisor or a coworker, and get a quote from them about, you know, why does um, Jane Doe, why does she, you know, why is she doing so great at her job? What does she bring to the workplace? Um, You can look at our success stories and kind of see some of those familiar patterns. Um, You know, it's a conversation with the person really when it comes down to it. And, and then things that make that person you know de- I always like to say details 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 the little details about that person that makes something about them stick out you know it's just so you know asking them questions I mean, there was a, a man in hood river and you know he was a huge blazers fan And one of the he loved telling about how his boss you know one of the things they do together he and his boss go to blazers games together and they just love doing that and that was just like a great he used to be in a shelter workshop now he works for you know a hotel but now and he had these other passions in his life and that really brings the story Story to life for people. Um, so, you know, just telling about that person. And then when taking photos, you know, you can take a really good photo these days with your phone, um, but there's some tips for doing that. You know, you want to make sure the lighting is good. The big thing is you want to make sure it's in focus. So a lot of the newer phones have these little grid lines on there where you can click on it and it'll help you focus it. So I do get photos sent to me every so often and many times they're out of focus. So having a good in-focus photo. And then I, I like to shoot photos of people while they're actually working. So we want to see the person working. Uh, we don't, you know, if at all possible, not too posed, you know, while in their workplace with their supervisor, or with a coworker. So those are some of the photos. But I, I have an extensive list and I'm always willing to share that with people um, because I think it's important for people to also tell their own stories and, and to promote the work they're doing. We have a lot of providers throughout the state doing amazing work and getting lots of people jobs. And unfortunately, they're not always telling that story. And And it doesn't have to take a long time. It can be something they can do in a half an hour. The Oregon Employment First podcast explores topics centered on employment for Oregonians with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Field staff, providers, Oregon employers, people with disabilities, and their families may be interested in topics ranging from the history of Employment First in Oregon to how to have the employment conversation from a case management perspective. The Oregon Employment First podcast airs bi-monthly on the first and third Tuesday of each month. Tune in!
1: That's great. Um, I'm sure people would really appreciate that. It makes me think about the last photo I saw from one of the trips where there was a mirror in the background. People weren't paying attention to it. And you could see one of the interviewers I think in the mirror. Right, yeah. I think that's
0: something I usually try to watch for, and we we missed that one. But they're looking at things like mirrors, not shooting people, shooting the photo of the person with the the glass behind them, because that's reflective. Mm -hmm. Shooting people, if they're outside, if they're facing the sun, they're going to be squinting, and then you're going to have a photo of a bunch of people with their eyes mostly closed. It's all those kind of things you have to think about when taking a photo that, you know, even though lots of people these days with their Instagram accounts and Facebook accounts take lots of photos, they don't realize until they're out doing it what actually makes for a good.
1: Filters don't really fix the on-the-job professional photo. No, you really no. need a good one. No, I mean, you could do a little bit with uh, filtering, but
0: again, folks in the field don't have time to sit there and mess around with Photoshop, so it would be better if you just take a good photo in your camera or phone to start with, or at least a photo where it's in focus and everyone's eyes are open. That's always a good goal. And of course, make sure that the person wants to share their story. You know, we go out, when we go out, we make sure ahead of time that the person and their team, and we also like to um, highlight the team as well. Um, you know, if there's a, a a case manager or a vocational rehabilitation counselor, or a job coach, a job developer, someone in the person's team that's really been instrumental to them, help you know, getting that job or supporting them in that job. I like to highlight those folks in the stories as well.
1: So I think it's always just a good reminder, like Angela saying, she's got all these recommendations and tips, so definitely reach out. Um, can you tell me a little bit about how people could actually, so if they write these stories and they have these stories, how would they then share the stories? Yeah. So social media, of course,
0: is my first thing I always say. If you, if you're a provider and you don't have a Facebook account or, you know, some other social media account, whatever it might be, um, make sure to have one to share your stories on. If that doesn't work, maybe your website, if you have a website, a lot of our providers do have success stories on their websites. And I think that's great. And some of our providers have newsletters, actual printed newsletters. I was out in Baker City and Step Forward has a great little newsletter that they do regularly. And they just kind of have a roundup on one page of all the employment successes they're having, which is great. I wish they also had an electronically so we could share it on our Facebook page. Um, so it's great if you do a newsletter, maybe make it available electronically. So people like us here at Oregon Employment First can share share your stories, because that's one thing. That we can always do even if we don't come out to do the story ourselves if you do your own story we can share it and it doesn't have to be a written story again sometimes a photo and a little blurb or you could do a short video Um, uh, what i call video testimonials are really easy to do on your phone you could capture a person on their job site just talking for a couple minutes about their job or a parent who maybe wants to share um, the employment story of you know the of their child or an employer You know, you have a great employer in your community who you've worked with and maybe you want to shoot a two minute video of them on your phone. And that's something you can easily just upload to your Facebook page. So those are all great ways to get the stories out there.
1: All right. So talking about stories, I'm really curious. What's your favorite story?
0: Oh gosh, well, I knew this question was coming and I really struggled with it because I don't want to have favorites. And I really don't. I've loved every story I've gone out to do. It has been amazing and everybody's different. And and so I have two two favorite stories. So one is just the very first success story I ever did um, almost five years ago. I guess it's been four years, actually, Um, going out to Alternative Work Concepts in Eugene. And the first that was the first success story I ever did was going out and meeting some of the people they support it was actually three different stories in one day and it was amazing just to see the work they do they're a eugene-based provider that works with people with multiple physical and developmental disabilities and to see the creative work that they're doing to help people with multiple and significant support needs to work in the community it was a great way to start my career with employment first because i saw right away the possibilities right from the beginning um, of folks, you know, who might have multiple barriers, whether you know they were in a wheelchair, nonverbal, or whatever it might be, and they were working in great jobs that they love. So that's to start off. And then more recently, I did we did a, a story and video um, with a woman in Portland working at uh, Portland State University, and it was just a really inspirational story. This was a woman who had been trying to find work for more than forty years, and had never had a community job, and just couldn't really get people to believe in her abilities. And she has really significant communication barriers. And, you know, she went to vocational rehabilitation and worked with them and um, really advocated for herself strongly and eventually got a job uh, at Portland State University working in their lab where they're working with the um, uh, Universal Design Lab where they're literally working on communication devices for people just like her and the story was just inspiring in many ways um, she was an inspiring person because you can just see you know that she's maybe not always had the easiest life but that she continued to persevere and at age 62 she got her first community job and was just so proud and excited and happy and i just there was no way to not be inspired and feel good about the world a little bit when you met her. So I feel like that was probably one of my favorite stories. That was the day when you come home from work and you think that was such an amazing story. And I can't wait to share her story with everyone. So and her story is on the homepage of our website. So I encourage people to check out her video because she's an amazing person and um, really shows you what's possible.
1: Yeah, that video is one of my favorites, too. And it ends with work and be happy. Which yes. is just kind of speaks to her whole mantra.
0: Right. That's all she ever wanted to do was work. And now she is. And
1: she's very happy about it. All right. Well, you mentioned our homepage. Let's do one last plug. Where can people find these stories? These stories are on iWorkWeSucceed.org. You can click on
0: success stories. You can also, for the videos, um, if you you can find them there, but you can also just Google DHS Oregon YouTube. And on our YouTube, we have a supported employment playlist, and all of our videos are on that playlist. So I encourage people to check out the videos as well as the written stories. And if you have any questions, you can always email us at employment.first at state.or.us, and if you have questions about how to tell your own story or want some of those tips, I would be happy to share them.
1: All right, well, thank you, Angela, and thank you for joining us for this Employment First podcast. Need help planning your road to work? Go to
0: roadtowork.oregon.gov and create your customized course to a job using available services and supports. That's roadtowork with the number two, .oregon.gov.